gentlemen and our friends between and beyond and welcome to another episode of hook hooks i am mitch the monster chef and tonight in the kitchen of creativity instead of my usual food-based punnery i would like to throw to our australian listeners going to the polls this weekend to bring a spirit of respect openness and recognition to the people that have called this land home for sixty-five thousand years i won't tell you how to vote but i will say that you should never want to be on the same side of history as rupert murdoch and i will hold that position no matter how much money fox offers us my name is Dishbot. uh tonight i'll be playing the role of jack support that message wholeheartedly uh in terms of my acting endeavors though i've been asked to prepare for uh my community theater's production of oklahoma their showstopper but um i reckon i'll probably just you know Hit the lights. Seems like that'll do. <laughs> that'll stop the show. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Connor, your larder critter. I've been bird watching on my own time. I caught sight of a yellow rumped warbler, and it got me thinking. Um, how would it be to be named after your rump? I thought we'd do a bit of a quick hypothetical shoot right off the dome. You have to be named as the something rumped. Jack or the something rumped Mitch for the rest of your lives. What's your adjective, Mitch? Go. Purple. The purple. Ru- ter- okay, well. And Jack, the what rump Thick. Jack? The <laughs> egg rump. Thick. Two C's. Thick. The thick rumped warbler. Thick. Yeah, okay, so we've got the, the thick pur- rumped Jack. So I've, I've got too many questions about what's going on with your rump to make it purple, Mitch. Um, yeah. Thick rumped. Look, I thought about that. I've had more time to wrestle with this hypothetical. Yeah. My thing is, time will take thick uh, away from us. For now, it's a beautiful word. But Live in the moment, 60 baby. years, when they bury thick uh, rumped Jack, maybe I was 112 years, 150 <laughs> years, when they bury... 200 years! With a very thick rumped check, they might go, I don't get it, right? So yeah. I'm thinking I'll be good rumped Connor. Now, I know it's boring, but good has te- has lasted the, the test of time. Good has been good for thousands of years, and my rump will be good when I'm buried. But I don't have to experience the confusion of what is thick. <laughs> I'm yeah. about now. It's about the present for me. What if you're an octogenarian and nobody gets it, and you're 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 dropping it like it's hot, and everyone's like, "Who it's cares, Daddy O?" Surely the fellow octogenarians would no, would get yeah. it. Right? And it's a great opportunity for me to bore my grandkids. It's a teachable <laughs> moment. <laughs> we would say she was dummy thick, dummy thick. You know? Daddy got a dump truck, you know. it is time to roll up our sleeves for another shift here in the hood cook kitchen i am excited as always i am to take a pre-prepared prompt from our producer Vinny and turn that into a jovial jolly and oftentimes juicy radio play segment that we call the plate up if you'd like to submit your own prompt in for hookery and cookery you can shoot that through to cooksofhooks at gmail.com or reach out to us across the socials with at hook underscore cooks speaking of that prompt chefs bffs let's get cooking jack tell me what's the prompt for this evening 
This evening, our prompt is Trees of Stone. Trees of Stone. Trees of Stone. Trees of Stone. Okay. Interesting. The stone trees. Okay. Trees of Stone. Um, uh, Well, before we get into the really good stuff, I want to hear what your worst thoughts are. Your first thoughts are the best before yesterday's. Let me know, gents. We'll go with Jack as you revealed the prompt. What was your, um, what's your submission for best before yesterday? All right. Uh, Trees of Stone. It turns out the Antwives didn't go missing after all, but instead absconded to find partners that weren't so slow to get it up. In an effort to save the Ent race from extinction, I'm proud to announce Trees of Stone, a mail-order health service aimed at treating erectile dysfunction in all ants across Middle-earth. Trees of Stone, there's nothing petrifying about petrification. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was like, wow. I was like, man, you're talking about the Ant Wives? You're talking about the Ant Wives? That's a, okay, boners. We're boners now. It's a boner. It's a boner. That's, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is tree boners. Tree boners. Um, Mitch, what do you got? Uh, look, I mean, hey, I, I, I can't pull you that deep out of the shoot. The trees of stone. This is how I affectionately refer to the trees that I tried to climb while stoned off my gourd late one summer night many years ago in a park near where longtime friends of the show Jack and Connor used to live. That's right. It's the scoop of the century, everyone. I'm an addict and my drug of choice is climbing. Oh, well, um, I never saw you fall, although... I've never fallen once before in my life. Exactly. You've all the grace of a a kind of a beautiful, slender capuchin. That's why they call me the Purple Rumped Mitch. The Purple Rumped Mitch. (laughs) They're wild in the trees. (laughs) Yes, well, um, uh, as uh, much joy as it brings me to see you clambering up uh, a few limbs, uh, I can't say it's the basis for a grand adventure. Um, But, you know, maybe you're climbing one of these super bonered up ants and I hope then that, there's a story right yeah. there you so grab the wrong branch. there's one for the grandkids exactly <laughs> um well with the worst behind us we'll move right along to the good stuff the meat and potatoes each of you has prepared a entry you've had one day to prepare this meat and potatoes entry and i want to see what you've cooked on up jack what is your meat and potatoes entry today Alrighty, here we go trees of stone the listener and their crew are a group of prehistoric cavemen who are sucked through a wormhole and travel forwards in time. They're forced to brave the perils of the great trees of stone, or, as we know it, a modern-day metropolitan city, as they make their way to the safety and seclusion of a nearby forest reserve. Ah, uh, these, these strange stone trees yeah. that what are it's, thick and have people in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, really, really wide (laughs) squares. Really tall. (laughs) Now, we have caves. Yeah. The caves in a in a mountain in a rock in a mountain face, you know, trees in a in a flat ground field. Easy to get confused when you pop through a wormhole. I think. I think so. Um, I, look, I love exploring the urban jungle, and doing it with a Tarzan type seems like a lot of fun. Mitch, what is your meat and potatoes entry for tonight? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> the end is coming. 
You see it writ in the sky, a light growing brighter, a fiery scar across the night. The elders of your tribe have communed with your gods, and there is a path forward. Every last one of you will enter the hollowed, hallowed trunks of the trees of your sacred grove, and, God's willing, be reborn in a new age. The end comes in fire and smog, and you die. The sacred trees, now your tombs, are entombed themselves in ash and dirt and fossilized. Millennia later, and a small child tugs at the hem of their parents' coat. This new planet is full of excitement, but these stone trees are boring. Uh, With a rebellious snort, the child throws the last handful of a mostly eaten space hot dog at the isolated grove. Hey, says a voice, deep and grinding as rock on wood. Not cool, dude. (laughs) Scene. That's cool. People get in a tree and survive... In a tree, they're big, they... they're like big caskets. Yeah, I sort of imagine. I just like like trees of stone. I like got like the real like fossil fossilized yeah. vibe, and then I sort mm-hmm. of was, like these maybe these people got sort of turned into fossilized ants. Um, okay. And then they're, I don't know. I, originally, I had them in the museum uh, in a museum exhibit. Yes, yeah. Now, it's good because when I was coming up with mine, I was uh, toying with toying with the idea of like whether I would just. Rather than, I feel like we've done like rifts and wormholes and stuff like that. But instead it being a sort of like Encino Man kind of thing, like frozen in a block of ice. Like this is that, right? They're from the past, petrified in this like stone um, log, some sort of coffiny thing. And, you know, somehow they get released in the future. I suppose there, there still isn't that like, why? Uh, what okay? What if what okay? We go back in time, Beowulf um, era. You know, sure. um, Beowulf has like killed a big dragon or whatever he does. Slept with a woman. You know, he's cool stuff. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's Beowulf. And he's talking to his mystics. He's like Nordic mystics, right? And they're yeah. like, "We will propel you forward in time." And yeah. they come up with this like stone tree thing. Right, okay. and they're like the legend of Beowulf will will live forever. You will be propelled forward in time. Yeah. Beowulf comes out in like two thousand and four, and he is out to kill George W. Bush. He believes that his mission in life is to defeat George W. Bush. So it's Beowulf, the mythic hero of old, like going th- on a like fighting tanks, and I mean. I don't know why he needs to fight a president, but I like I like that <laughs> idea. When the answer is staring us in the face, and it's 2004, and he could be fighting Paris Hilton. Ah, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up. The first thing he sees is like MTV or something. Yeah, yeah. and he sees Paris Hilton like be mean or catty or mean play the character that she plays right um and he's just like i will end you and he's just like that is the new monster that i'm chasing (laughs) i feel like he might learn of worse monsters in his i think so in 2004 (laughs) i think there were probably worse people than than paris sticking around (laughs) i think there might have been a couple yeah hilton hotel is just like a dungeon so um what if it was a different dragon that was present in 2004 what if he like thought that like like 
you know, he's fighting. It also doesn't have to be Beowulf, right? We can set yeah. this up so that it's someone fighting something like mythical in like the dark ages gets brought forward through this tree of stone and then fights the modern day, like equivalent of that. I yeah. think that I mean, is quite interesting. A dragon is sort of just like a metaphor for late stage capitalism. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to do like, um, like a King Arthur meets fight club <laughs> <laughs> through time with the trees of stone. Yeah. Okay. So this, this old medieval night, we'll go with that for now. It can still change. Mm-hmm. A medieval knight, um, mystics perform this this quest. Um, you must go forward, uh, forward in time. You must battle. You know, he goes forward. The the scene I have in my head right now, I need to justify it with you guys narratively. But it's very funny thinking of a fully clad knight trying to fight cops in my head. <laughs> That's a funny scene. Is is yeah. this fully clad knight try and they're tasing him? And he's what is this devilry? You know, I, I need to find a way to like narratively make it more interesting than a knight getting killed by police officers. So like, I do agree that that is funny. What we could do is like this, we could lean more into the like absurd, silly actionness yeah. yep. of it. And he goes forward in time and he, he fights like the mecha Godzilla equivalent of the dragon that he fought. Oh, so you want to do like he goes into a sci-fi yeah. sci-fi future. I mean, I'm interested in it, but I worry that it's like I like I like clashing it against something that exists. I agree. Mm. It's just like why? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? And it's like if we're going sort of Beowulfy, it's like pulpy and then the modern yeah. equivalent is pulpy. We need like if if there's going to it has to be something that he's fighting at that time that they are like, you can only defeat it by going forward in time. And so we're going to fossilize you uh, yeah. for a thousand years. And he comes the, out stark raving mad or something. But w- will return in a way. Hmm. Oh, well then do you want to just do a, like the threats going to return to the city and yeah. the story is about this night showing up and being like the dragons cut and everyone thinks he's fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. And then the dragon yeah. comes. The the other thing we could do is like uh like some sort of immortal sorcerer or something like that in yeah. medieval times. And you he, and it's like, oh my god, it's you. It's you and he's George W. Bush. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Or Paris. Let's go let's go let's go a little <laughs> for let's go a little Oh actually you could do Morgana with Paris Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, and just say that Paris Hilton is Morgana. It's, I mean, it's a bit mean, but I feel like she's a heat missile. Mean. So, like, like that's her no, career. I, I would I'd prefer it to just be, like, not grounded in reality, right? It's this, it's this person who's, like, the president or Well, we could just mayor. make it Senator McCarthy. Or, like, make it someone we want to rip on. I don't really, like... You don't want to have to tie it in anything. Anyone. Yeah, I, I think let's, like, that... What point in history lane. are we, at least, right? Modern day. Yeah, modern day. We have a story about a knight. Let's just say it is King Arthur, because I think that's Mm -hmm. more interesting. Um, King Arthur has been sent forward in time by Merlin, right? Yeah. Um, By being encased in a tree of stone. No one can touch him. No one can affect it. Nobody knows what it is, right? But let's say just because I like that angle that you introduce, that tree of stone is put into a museum. And that's where our story starts. 
It yep. cracks open. King Arthur's in a museum. And from like there, he has to learn that Paris Hilton's around and that that's who Morgana is. Sorry, I'm still doing it. You said not to tie yeah. it into real He has life. to learn that Paris Hilton's around and that's fine. We're not doing Paris Hilton, right? There. <laughs> Morgana is next to her at, at the DMZ awards. <laughs> the strings. Behind George W. Bush and Paris Hilton, there is Morgana. <laughs> I feel like it's less stupid to just say that Paris Hilton is Morgana in the story. She's Definitely. standing behind her. Morgana, Morgana is there. Let's yeah. not tie it to, to anyone. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, I, again, like I, I feel like we're lame, we're putting ourselves in the lane with having it be King Arthur. Like let's just have it be ex, like you know, fantasy person cool. our, of our own creation, sent forward by a Merlin type. Right? Yeah, a wizard it has eternally fought this um, like evil sorcerer. And defeats them, but they they know that this sorcerer is going to come back. So they put uh, this this fantasy person in the tree of stone. The fantasy person wakes up in a museum and has to find the evil sorcerer because they know the spell has ended. That's woken them up. That means the sorcerer has come back to power and defeat them. Yeah, that and works. So- uh, well, if we're doing like a modern day thing and we're like getting rid of the Paris Hilton idea, maybe the evil sorcerer is an extremely popular YouTuber. We do like a Mr. Beast like ripoff, not Mr. Beast, yeah. but like we do a, you know, yeah, yeah, an Crazy opportunity man. to yeah. put Mr. Beast uh, in the antagonistic role that I feel he so deserves, being a rich boy. Um, um, okay, cool. Um, should well, we do a side salad? I perfect timing. Yeah, wrap yeah, it yeah. up. Yeah, so I tell it's part of the show where my mom jumps in and uh, and tries to feed us some greens. She's come up with a series of additional scenarios for us to consider um, based on what we've already come together with. Uh, I've got a list here. I'm going to spin a big wheel. Uh, the side salad this week is, uh-oh, Volcano. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, well <laughs> this is the threat, right? Yeah. The yes. the sorcerer is going to summon a volcano in the middle of the city. Yeah. Right. A world ending. Like he's going to blacken the. They are going to blacken the skies. Yeah. Um. Uh, turn the world into darkness and you know, Hadean hellfire. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna, okay. Ever. An idea. Maybe this is what happened all those years ago when he fought him as a fantasy person, it was like he's achieved his plan, like the volcano is here, the wizard character says, there's only one thing to do, you can survive in this tree of stone, it will fossilize and protect you, Like, but that's like the end of that era of the world. The wizard has summoned the volcano, fossilized the character, and then forwards through time in the tree of stone, right? And then it's going to happen again, like a cycle. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. if it's a, the threat of it happening again? This character wakes up into a world that's proliferate with things they like. They don't want to see this world perish. They have an opportunity to save this one, but they couldn't save their their world. Yeah, that's that's good. That works for me. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. And and it gives us a little something to work with in terms of this sorcerer. So we now know mm. this sorcerer has some kind of like um, lava based plan. Um, Do do we want to flesh out what the sorcerer's deal is? I think they should be a dragon if we're going for like lava and fire, volcano sort of 
thing. I think that is like it's pulpy sure. as hell, but it's cool. Dragons is cool. That's like yeah. how and it like, bursts out, you know, through the this volcano. This dragon can you know, polymorph, maybe. Like, the, oh yeah, that's like a classic a, dragon thing. Like a real loves like, gold. Late stage capitalism. Gold, it's all there. Capitalism, Mister um, Yeah, hell yeah, draconic sorcerer. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's hot right now. That's hot. Yeah, that's the problem though. <laughs> Too hot. Too and hot. that's that's why our character, the listener, mm. is 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 coming forward through time. To, oh, absolutely. To cool, cool things down. Okay, that's fantastic. So we have a interesting, you know, a bit of a, a cataclysm happen in the fantasy age, which ends the fantasy age and brings about uh, the modern day as we know it. Um, there's some kind of cataclysmic volcanoism. Um, uh, which is the technical term, uh, mm-hmm. to prevent y- yourself being uh, destroyed. Uh, your wizard encases you in a tree of stone, a magnificent structure that the world has come to know and come to take for granted as just a part of the world, right? Mm-hmm. People just think it's... And, and now there's a museum built around the tree of stone because it's this landmark feature. It's been there for millennia. And then one day it cracks and you emerge into a new world with the knowledge that the wizard must be back because you've been summoned once more. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, from there, I feel like we'd want to really ramp it up and get the story moving. We like how do you, how would you like to approach this? Do you want a tree of stone situation? He encounters some podunk people like Clark Kent for a while. I think first thing you want is I mean you wanted your really funny thing with the cops. Maybe you do that with museum security guards instead. Yeah, it's kind of low low rent cops. Yeah, you know, it's just a little sort of mini sort of um, bit of bit of levity. Um, tasers against uh, metal armor. You've got nightsticks against swords. You've got mm-hmm. a knight. I assume <laughs> killing a lot of innocent people. Yeah, just full on decapitating <laughs> these like minimum wage guards. That's great. In that time. That's <laughs> normal. You do a lot yeah. of him being like, "There's no honor in blah 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 blah." You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that you don't end up with him, you know, disemboweling a father of three. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah, okay so uh, the listener uh, escapes from the museum of the tree Mm -hmm, of stone Um, where do they go from here what is compelling them toward the antagonist I think Uh, we don't need to flesh all of this out but I think like like the the driving force is you know they find it quite easy to identify the antagonists, like I think that they have to be famous in some way. You'd mentioned them being like a YouTuber, yeah, something like yeah. that. I think is there's is good. yeah, there's like something a, that they notice, you know, when they look at them. That is yeah. like you know, like a glow or an aura yeah. or um. No, it's just from, heat, my, from, from my perspective, it's just dead ass the dude. That's like, what just, who, the same just yeah, whoever, right whoever it was, but now they've got a backwards cap yeah. on and a basketball shirt on, but they still have the same like arch, like goatee and yeah. weird purple eyeshadow and green yeah. flame aura, right? And, like, right. <laughs> they're still like, what's up, guys? Like, yeah, for sure. I think that's yeah. really good. So, yeah, they see them on like a billboard or something. Yeah. Um, what's their YouTube handle? Uh, well, with- Mr. Yeast. Mr. Yeast. Yeast. Mr. <laughs> yeast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck. <laughs> like on the corner and they're getting a yeast burger. 
Oh. <laughs> like, and what was what was the name at, back in the medieval times? Sir Yeast. Sir, no, that's a- Yeastula. Yeastula? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're... <laughs> We're good at this. <laughs> Yeastana. Yeastana? Because you're doing Morgana, you do Yeastana? Yeastana. What do you do, Morgista? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? It's going to be yeast. Morgan yeast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything except the word yeast now. Yeah, like, I, I mean, so good. Okay, this, this character's always been Mister Yeast. <laughs> yes, so, <laughs> it's extremely easy to find them. In fact, when it when this guy runs out of the museum, he's beat up all the security guards. He runs up to some dude who's on his phone. He grabs him by the vest, and he's like, "Where is Mister Yeast?" <laughs> the guy's just like, huh. "Do you know Mister Yeast?" Did introduce me, bro. Did oh. I'm a huge fan. And then uh, I got you know, all his Fortnite skins. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then he gets beat up some more, a lot probably. And then he's like, "This is Mister Yeast, dude. Look at his videos." And then there's gonna be like a join me on this date in the town square yeah. for the the biggest. Uh, bouncy ball drop ever? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, on sexual prank? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, Mister Yeast is trying to. He needs to get as many like followers as possible, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he needs all these people yeah. so he can perform the ritual to summon the volcano. Yes. So we can parallel that in our little story with the opening being something akin to, you know. Uh, someone oh, hyping up a bunch of people. It doesn't matter. We're not going to yeah. get into the detail too much, but something yeah. similar. And this cycle is repeating. You are a lone knight sent through time trying to stop this evil sorcerer from sowing a volcano in the populated center of town. Um, I'm starting to think that we've got the through thread to this plot. What is the scene that you guys would like to flesh out? I think it's like eating up the guards and we get to maybe the last guard is like, Mr. East, I was just watching. He's about to get everyone in the town square. And he's punching again. Check out his new clip, dude. It's like, yeah, it's easy. It's like, it's the night guards. The knight kills them all brutally. And then, yeah. like, one of them had a tablet on watching Mr. Yeast videos, and it's still on. And the knight looks yeah. and is like, there you are. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it, like, first thing he notices is one of them has a Mr. Yeast shirt. And it's like, <laughs> the poison has already begun to spread. I'm nearly too late. And then he looks up and the computer's got, like, a, a video and he goes and clicks play. Okay, I really like that. The scene coming out of the stone, beating up the security guards, and then finding out that Mr. Yeast, the way that he's going to try to summon the volcano again, is via this YouTube system. Okay, cool. I think that we have everything that we need for uh, a plate up. What do you guys reckon? Let's plate up. Let's do it. Smash that like button. Smash it. Smash it again. Smash it. Break your computer. Wait. Actually, hit it once. One Just time. Once. No, no. <laughs> you know, or, stop, or three. Stop hitting it. Stop hitting or five. it. Stop hitting yourself. Odd numbers. <laughs> Odd numbers only for smashing. <laughs>
10,000 years of stone silence. 10,000 years of frozen darkness. If you were capable of conscious thought, you would be grateful that you are unconscious, unable to feel the terrible sting of your loss. Despite your efforts, the ancient dreadflame Mr. Yeast's volcanic cataclysm took you all by surprise. dragon sorcerer grew to greater power on the glut of his sacrificed followers. The spells woven on the tree of stone keep you in suspension until your time comes again. Until you are needed. Now. With a crack that sounds like the world ending, a brilliant light assaults you through the eye slits of your plate mail helmet. The tree of stone splinters as you awaken, shrieking in blinded madness. The light burns, but Gradually, your eyes adjust to find yourself in a strange room, from above by fierce lights like candles, but still. The stone remnants of your prison, your tomb, crumble to dust beneath you as you fall to your knees, gasping in air. You rise slowly, clanking and groaning in your heavy plate, the polished steel as unblemished by age as you are. Ten thousand years. The air tastes so different. It's, like, a lot cleaner, which is nice. You look around in shock, feeling the familiar weight of your claymore on your back. You pull it from its scabbard, holding it like a drowning man might cling to a raft. You'd sworn an oath to bury this blade pointing in first to Mr. Yeast's greasy, raven-haired chest. He must be nearby. You realize, with a start, you are not alone and you raise one gauntleted hand in peaceful, friendly greeting, meeting the eyes of your fellow human. You give them the timeless sup head nod before freezing as they swim more clearly into the focus of your light burnt eyes. Your eyes track down to the picture of your sworn enemy emblazoned across this stranger's chest. The cult of the yeast has risen again and it is your sworn duty to stamp them out. You fly across the marble floor as the cultist stands frozen in place. An oval-shaped pastry drops from your hands as if in slow motion. And you hear them confusedly mumble through a half-stuffed mouth. You're not supposed to be in here. Your gauntleted fist connects cleanly with their jaw, and you send the cultists sprawling across the room. You stand above their motionless body, and your eyes are drawn to some sort of viewing portal, clearly constructed from a strange, unknowable magic. Before you can investigate further, a siren goes off, a door opens, and suddenly the room is full of yeastites. You count four of them, all clad in bizarre cloth armor covered with the visage of your mortal foe. They draw strange weapons an inch towards you, eyes flicking from their dazed compatriot lying at your feet to the claymore you grip with a single fist. The room is silent for a moment, completely still, and then it explodes in action. You swing your sword at the nearest cultist, tearing through his cloth armor like butter. The remaining three activate their weapons, and bolts of lightning shoot towards you. You're overcome by a blinding pain and sink to your knees, your eyes squeezing shut as the lightning courses through your body. 
You hear the cultists edge closer, muttering to each other. Yeah, think we got him? I mean, three simultaneous shots from a taser. That'd take down a rhino a bit. You steal yourself, thinking of the wrongs Mr. Yeast and his cult will visit upon this world if you stumble here. You push through the urge to fall into unconsciousness and spring upwards with a roar, swinging your claymore above your head and set yourself upon your deadly foes. Oh, God, my eyes! A follower of the ancient dread flame, Mr. Yeast, deserves no more than an ignominious death. These Yeastites have suffered your steel. They are soulless sinners, and they would no longer wage unholy assault in the name of that immortal ash lich, that enduring hellspawn, Mr. Yeast! You cast your eyes over to a magical viewing portal, shimmering with light, and there you see him. Mr. Yeast, your mortal enemy. Oh, he looks different now. His old sorcerer's raiment may be long gone, but his long, greasy raven black hair and his long, greasy raven black goatee were unmistakable. You approach the strange portal. You are wizened in the ways of magic artifacts, and yet it takes you hours to engage the mystic window. In time, though, you conquer the wicked puzzle, and you play the video. What's up, yeasties? It's the flippin' big dog, Mr. Yeast! Back in the building, she. Like and subscribe. Before we start the video, I want to say mad love to my sponsor, Applaudable. Clap, clap. More about them at the end of the video. And we are on! That's right, guys. I'm here in the center of the most populated city in the world. Cripes gang. No cap, my yeasties. This is the big one for real. I'm going to pull my most epic prank ever in history, bros. We're going to fill the whole city center with... But for this to work, yeasties, we got to... Be there. I'm talking 200,000 yeasties getting so, 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 bros. It's gonna be epic. Get your butt down the city square. Guinness World Record slime. So epic. Let's go. Slap that flip and subscribe button. Smash that like button like an avocado cheese and crackers gang. This is gonna be flipping epic. Okay, like and subscribe. Peace. You stagger back from the portal. Most of what was spoken fell upon your ears as nonsense, but you understood enough. Mr. Yeast will use this as his chance to obliterate another epoch, to summon volcanic ruin. No stone trees, no third chances. Time to demonetize the dreadflame.
cap, my yeasties. No cap, yeasties. Yeah, my yeasties. My yeasties. No cap. Sheesh. Let's go. Sheesh. I think we've proven ourselves to be extremely relevant. Um, yeah. Again, I know all about YouTubers and what they say. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a yeah, note perfect. What do you mean Mr. Yeast is a pun of a different YouTuber? Mr. <laughs> I thought this was an original. You mean Mr. Beast, the sorcerer? <laughs> what? Um, uh, excellently done, my fellow chefs. And a yeast-filled dish that we've prepared. <laughs> what a yeast. <laughs> it's it's well-risen. Uh, exactly. We've a uh, well-leavened piece of um, um, uh, content for our <laughs> listeners. Um, uh, it is unfortunately time uh, to call it a shift here in the Hook Cook Kitchen. If you have a prompt that you'd like us to turn into an episode, shoot that through to cooksofhooks at gmail.com or use at hook underscore cook for the socials. Yep. And if you enjoyed this lovely yeast fueled meal that we've thrown down for you, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, but why not share the love? Uh, I'm thinking next time you're out for a night on the town, tell your little rideshare driver to chuck on the hook cooks. Get everyone pumped up. <laughs> what a vibe. Yeast it up. <laughs> thank you to the listener for our opening theme, Sailing Away. And, of course, thank you to Jack's mum for the side salad. Thanks, mum. I've been Connor, your larder critter. I'm just about playing the role of Jack. And I am Mitch the Monster Chef. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Are we happy, boys? Yes, Chef! What if it's a knight who's been sent to stop the A-bomb being dropped? I don't know about that's that That's a complicated <laughs> story that I just <laughs> There's a lot of layers for us to, to weave through on that one, I think. I feel like I've just smelled an onion. <laughs>